And from the home of Game On TV at Bar Abilene in Uptown Minneapolis, Rod Simons with Game On, the podcast. Delighted to be back with you. Uh, as we turn to fall, our attention is basically on football and what, a lay, what an egg was laid at Metrodome the last Sunday that the Vikings played there against the Carolina Panthers. Delighted to have with me our, our band of merry men, if you will. Mary, not not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. <laughs> Webby, Eric Hoffman of Data Stream Connection, and the A train. It's Artie Koo of Two Seven Productions. Good to have you guys with us. Hey. Let's. Uh, you've been chomping at the bit, Mr. A Train. Uh, uh, I was getting text messages from you the yep. entire time oh, yeah. during the game. Uh, you're still bent. Yeah. Just so frustrating. I thought it was one of the worst losses I've seen Vikings have in a Agreed. few years. Just yes. the fact that you came off of a bye week, a big win in London. You come off of a bye week and your team comes out looking unprepared. They looked like they were not ready to play a game on Sunday. And I, I, I think I've probably worn Rod out a few times with, with, uh, with this. But when you're going to get inside the 10-yard line and you have second and one, and you're not going to give the ball to Adrian I'm Peterson right at least one time right. in right. there to pick up the first down. You're driving me and the rest of the fan base crazy. Yep. Well, save save a spot because I want to talk about <laughs> Bill Musgrave in just a moment, mm -hmm. and finally go on the record, which my wife says that I need to do about that. <laughs> uh, Webby, uh, you uh, we sat by each other at the game thoroughly. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> disgusted, jaded. Just, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Adjective you want. Yeah. Um, well, I think what he's mentioned is too, Les Frazier coming off the bye, you know, scored now 100 and some oh. 30, 40 points to 27 or whatever it's been. It's indicative of that. But I want to ask this very basic question of both of you. We are just one season removed from 3-13 and here. With all the superhuman effort of Adrian Peterson last year, right. tell me what we've done significantly different in the personnel department to improve ourselves from the 3-13 and team other than some Packer cast-offs. The defense is in real trouble. And, you know, I keep hearing... People talk about Antoine Winfield. The Vikings burned the Antoine Winfield bridge when they let him go and didn't offer him a contract extension. He, right. did, he doesn't want to come back. They would have had the opportunity. I'm sure they called him. doesn't want to come back. This team is in rebuild mode defensively, with the exception of the linebackers. We lost Desmond Bishop. But something has to be done, and it's far more intensive than your quarterback, whether it's Josh Freeman, Christian Ponder, or Matt Castle. Even... Even having Antoine Winfield, I don't think would make a difference at this point. Not it's now. schematic to me. They, I mean, there's openings all over the field. It's sometimes like they're not even out there. I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. It was a few weeks ago, I felt like doing the Civ chant from like a hockey game, just watching <laughs> the Vikings get torched. It's frustrating. I'm nervous about Eli Manning getting a hold of this defensive backfield. He's sitting back there chomping at the bit. You know, he's getting off the shine oh, yeah. in this game. I'm sure he's convinced of it. Throw a few touchdowns. We can't catch interceptions, so he's pretty safe there. Our secondary is going to have to show in a different way they haven't been able to prove they can do all year long. Okay, let me ask you guys. Let's just uh, lay the cards out on the table, if you will, to use a cliche. Do we keep our coaching staff, or do we address it at season's end? It has to be season's end, because who do you put in place you remove them. I mean, who do you, if you take out Leslie Frazier, we talked about this earlier, earlier. If you take out Leslie Frazier, who becomes the head man? Well, Musgrave. and Musgrave. That frightens me worse than that. can't happen. Right. We'll, we'll have to move to Canada right. at that point yeah. because Musgrave is so not an I NFL think you're going to have to see it play out 
when I was joking yesterday you know, on Twitter saying that did anybody check the bookings for flights out of New York to see the Wilson <laughs> on one? Because this isn't much different when Childers got fired in, in 2010 after 31-3 loss to the Packers. And the Packers are a much better team than this Carolina Panthers. I think he's on just the short leash that Upaner's on. Frazier's on the same short leash, but it won't happen until the end of the year. Yeah, they're going to make changes at the end of the year. A number of changes, not just coaching-wise. I, I need to see from Leslie Frazier, what I want to see is him to come out after this loss and beep. Pissed. But it's not going to happen. Be that's mad. not the way he. That's not him. He doesn't want business that way. He's not going to do that. Show me that. Show. I know you care. This is your job. This is your life. But show me a little bit of fire behind. A train. That's not him though. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Even walking down the tunnel before the game though, he didn't look animated, spirited. He just kind of walked down the very melancholy look as he came down the tunnel before. He the looked game like started. he was grocery shopping. Yeah. And but but because of the fact that he's not that way. What's it going to say? How much is it going to show that he is pissed? That's what I want to see. Be a little upset about this because well, your team is playing like garbage. Because they're losing, we're going to go to a crossroads here yep. because players are going to start to fracture and you're going to start hearing players it. want out. And I'm nervous about Adrian Peterson because I've been listening to... There's a camp that wants him traded to get draft picks. There's people that want him to say, you cannot trade Adrian Peterson. No, no, no. You can't get rid of Adrian Peterson. And I don't care what you say about draft picks. You're not going to get anything. He is your franchise. And when you're building a new stadium, you don't trade Adrian Peterson. You need the face of that guy until it gets done. (laughs) I feel bad if we end up Barry Sanders in him. Is that an actual term? That's a great idea. You just did. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark. But I feel bad if that's what's going to happen. But Josh Reno, he's the answer or not. This is going to go deeper than than who's at quarterback. This is yeah. a defensive shuffling. This is a leadership shuffle that yeah. must happen. And I don't think Spielman is an issue here. I think there's somewhere in that coaching staff, that level there, that really needs to be addressed first. Yeah. So do they beat the New York football Giants? Last question. Well, I mentioned how jaded I am at this point. I think that this is the New York Giants' way to come out. We have to make other quarterbacks right now look very good at our secondary. Um, there's no reason Eli Manning doesn't re- wake up and realize he can actually complete a pass properly and our defense will give it to him. No. Giants get their first win. Well, I want to hear your thoughts on Musgrave. Oh, Musgrave. I mean, I, I, against uh, the Giants, what are we going to do? I am absolutely... I, I'm blown away at how bad the offensive play calling is. It's, it just... It lacks imagination. It lacks creativity. It doesn't make sense no. to me. Right. It didn't when I, we were in Chicago watching from Soldier Field. When you have the opportunity, you have the best running back in the game to utilize him in close situations. And I know Adrian Peterson feels the same way. Run it right down their throats. That's what he wants to do. And and be creative with with the pass. We don't do any of that. I don't know why that is. Because the Atlanta offenses that he ran were quite imaginative at times. I wonder if he tries to be too cute well, sometimes. Like well, he's said, not being cute. He's being very conservative well, to the point of just running for running sake, and it's driving me crazy. Well, and everybody, like the example I gave earlier on that second and one when, and third and one, when everybody knows that this is the Adrian Peterson's time and you're going to go shotgun two plays and take two little dunks. He load up the side and let Peterson do his Jesus, thing. give him the ball. Peterson get you one yard. Yeah. Give him a yard. Well, we'll continue to follow this, and immediately after the Giants game, we'll post the latest uh, podcast. And don't forget to look for our podcast, Simon Says the Podcast, via Timberwolves.com. We're on all things Timberwolves inside and out the team. Their home opener is the last Wednesday of this month. I believe it's the 30th. October 30th. Against the Orlando Magic at Target Center. So for the A-Train and for Webster, Webby, thank you for being with us. I'm Rod Simons. Do you guys feel better now? Because I, I do. 
getting, you getting do, all that you're cleansing. You have a look of relief on your face. Whew. Well, it's tough. Feel and, and so we end on an up note tonight. <laughs> Only here on Game On, the podcast.